0: One, two, three, four. Give me space and time You give me peace And I will tell you the truth about me I'm on the borderline of frustration Try to solve it like an equation Your people make me sick truth about it, why
1: would you lie about it, what else could it be? you told a lie to me. Hello and welcome back to this week in the SPFL podcast, today I'm joined by a very special guest, one I've wanted to get on for quite a while, uh, Stephen Reeside, how are you mate? I'm alright mate, how you doing? Yeah I'm good thanks. What was just for a start off? What was your earliest memory of football? Um,
2: I remember my first game. Talking about we've been in about 1998, Sat in the main stand. We played uh, Dundee and we beat them two one. Uh, Dave Brannan scored, and I think it was maybe I'm guessing here because I was only four years old at the time, mm. but maybe Don Goodman got a second. And that's just a stab in the dark. Uh, but I remember my second game. We actually beat two nil off Dundee. It was the first game okay. of the night. 2000 season and Mm -hmm. we would go on and finish. um, I believe it was um, fourth that season, but I remember getting carried out in that game crying because Mm -hmm. Mallow would get beat. If only my dad would have warned me that supporting Mallow was definitely going to get worse from that point. Um, But no, aye, it's just that's my that's my earliest memories of watching Mallow mate.
1: Yes. Just how was Motherwell your team? Really, you said your dad, like you he also a Motherwell fan, or is it just a?
2: Yeah, my dad, my dad grew up in Motherwell, and he obviously supported the club as a boy. Mm. He used to sit at the halfway line in the main stand, went back when you can go in and stand at games and watching the likes yeah. of Wally Pettigrew and Bobby Graham, um, But mm. no, uh, that was um, the reason that I started following Motherwell. Um, I think I had a couple of, I knew I'd probably get a bit of steak. I have a fans for this, but up until my first Motherwell game, mm-hmm. I had a couple of seen Celtic balls, so oh, <laughs> my dad my dad, then saved me for that. Have you really seen that? I think, I remember meeting Henry Larson outside oh, the the front doors of uh, Celtic Park, so at the oh. time that was a while, it was Henry Larson, oh my god, he <laughs> had the red locks, but no, I'm glad that my dad made me go and uh, support Motherwell because I've been fortunate enough to see mm-hmm. if after have I'll be in Robleson's. Yeah. <laughs> so no, but,
0: aye,
2: I no, wouldn't change it for the world mate.
1: Aye. So you were saying obviously Henrik Larson and stuff, but who was your favourite player when you were younger at Motherwell?
2: I remember, I, I just remember loving Zed Branagh. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I just thought he was the way technically. Uh, good footballer and they had a bit of digging about him as well. Kevin mm. Twaddle, Lee McCullough, the likes of them, they were they were guys that I was watching, and then obviously Paddy came around and I <laughs> was just like, "Wow, who's this guy? He's amazing."
0: Yeah, we'll we'll
1: get on to him in a bit. Um, yeah, was there also any really like highlights when going to your Marvel games in your childhood? Uh,
2: well, I was a mascot for the game that we beat Rangers two 0 um mm. on the uh, last day of the season. I'm sure that was us. I think it was us and maybe. You know, I have hearts. I can't remember what one of them, but we needed uh, them to get beat on that day and then they ended up winning, which meant we just missed out in Europe. But to have that experience um, of being the mascot at such a young age and, and, and Billy Davis I actually called me the hockey mascot and then on in because my dad, my dad was a coach at the club so I was fortunate enough to uh, get to know a lot of the players. And it's, just, it's weird because I kind of took it for granted when I was younger. Um, Mm. We would always get made to go to games early, and I'd kind of be like to my dad, oh, I stay in, I to watch this and that, but if I could go back to younger me, and give him a slap, so I would, because it's the kind of thing that, as I say, I shouldn't have taken for granted. Mm. Yeah,
0: I just want, right, on
1: you
2: go. Because any fan would have loved to have been in the position I was in, do you know what I mean? They'd been around players every day before the match.
1: Did they um, talk to you and stuff?
2: Oh they were they were very welcoming. I mean I remember when Terry Butcher was manager, I was sitting actually oh. sitting in his office with him. Really? Discussing the game, like an hour before kickoff, an hour before the <laughs> team was yeah, sat and having a cup of tea with Terry Butcher. That's quite crazy. And then um, there was one there was one week my dad went to fix his computer at his house. And Why? I remember I remember they had this massive house right beside I can't even remember the name of the castle. I think Earth Earth Castle. It's over um, near whatever. Do you know where Stenhouse
1: was? Uh, I think so, man. I'm not too sure, but yeah.
2: A bit there, He stayed in this massive house and obviously, I don't know Terry, I'm young at the time, so I don't think of Terry Butcher as Terry Butcher, former England and Rangers captain. I think of <laughs> Terry as just Terry, the mother won't let him right? With the cricket's on, and I went in and I put my feet up on his couch. What? And I've just said, "What's this? I'm not watching this." I actually said that out loud and switched to TV. I was absolutely mortified. I've just went on to Terry's house to tell you, but Terry was like, "No, it's fine, it's fine, don't worry." It was was definitely more than welcome. Um, I what was it? Just quickly, what
1: was it your dad done? All
2: all these
1: people are in Marvel.
2: Yeah, he was a coach with under fifteen under seventeen oh. alongside his hero, his hero. And yeah. he's a two Willie Perry. So um, oh, I, eh? I, I, he, coached, he coached the he coached the likes of Jim Murphy and Stuart Carswell Plus like oh. that and before before he then he moved to Celtic when Chris McCart went there to be the youth the development officer and youth oh, okay. development. So, they kind of went with Chris to to do the same. We coached under 15s, 17s.
0: We
2: coached always a tear named McGregor as well. So, I've got to see them when they were younger. And it's just oh. crazy. I want to see where they are now, particularly for Scotland. Um,
1: so, yeah. Aye, so, it seems like um, you had a great childhood, really. But I um, just want to talk about, so if I say something, it should be about like your disability. So, is it cerebral palsy?
2: Yeah, cerebral palsy. Don't be a, Honestly, you can ask me anything because mm-hmm. I think that's um, the most important thing for me is to get the message out about cerebral palsy and give, mm-hmm. people, give people a better understanding of it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I so, think there's um, a lot of
1: people that don't know what it is. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably in that picture, really, mate. But um, I would just, what, when were you first diagnosed? Well,
2: so basically, I mean, it was six months. Um, oh, okay. My my mum and dad found out that I had cerebral palsy. It's basically the the left side of my cerebral cortex, a part of it I had a was oxygen uh at
0: mm-hmm.
2: birth. It was a it's called hypnoxia. So like, as, as I was ready to be delivered the, my mum's tubes unfortunately weren't wide enough and they thought that um, the they thought that the heart monitors weren't working. Mm-hmm. So they tested them once, tested them twice and then they were like, wait a minute. He's actually no breathing here, and, oh. and obviously they eventually got married. So if they would have, if they would have maybe realised that they might have been okay. But I can't, I don't think you can allow yourself to think to think like that. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> so and basically what that is is just that the brain can't send the signals to the muscles on the left side, so the muscles are wasted. And um, essentially, but thankfully it doesn't get any worse in a, in a manner position where I can still speak rubbish to you, do you know what I mean? Mm. It, <laughs> right. it could have been, been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. So I see myself as pretty, pretty fortunate.
1: Yeah. Just, so I said, your childhood, it did seem, it did seem fun and stuff, but that I'm impact to maybe in school and stuff, and then today as well, really?
2: Yeah, yeah well, uh, not so much today. I think I'm kind of all about now, but mm-hmm.
0: in
2: my of, I've been living with it for like, Nearly 27 years, so yeah, nothing really changes, but definitely growing up, there, there was an element of a wee bit of bullying. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. But but it would, it would be easy for me to sit there and say that these people are idiots or this and that. I just think it's a lack of education on their part of or something that, that, that they're maybe not. So, so if you're not comfortable with. Or something, your, your first instinct could be to make fun of it. I don't believe for one second that if I met these same people today there would be any malice behind it, do you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's just childish stuff, of yeah.
2: yeah. So, yeah. that's what I'm trying to, am trying to stop prevent that from happening with my mm-hmm. own channel We've showing that disabled people can actually go to football games and mm-hmm. give a good opinion of the game, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. be articulate and have a laugh and go and maybe get a wee drink for the football and just do the thing yeah. that everybody else does. Do you know what
1: I mean? Uh-huh, of course. And just, yeah, you seem like quite a funny guy and then, how I about, like you make fun of yourself, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, drink, I think that's...
2: that's I, I, think, I, I think that's um, important because of it's course, not yeah. going to go away with, if I sit here and feel sorry for myself. Mm-hmm. And and when I make jokes, I hope that other people with disabilities listen and understand that there is no malice behind any any of the jokes that I make. It's, mm-hmm. just, to, it's just to shed a bit of light on a pretty, what people would see is a pretty depressing situation. Like, and mm-hmm. it's, it's not it's not depressing from my point of view. Just people people's is to feel sorry for you. I don't want anybody to feel sorry for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just. I have a laugh, and it makes other people laugh. That's what I found, uh, yeah. and it puts them at ease as well. So it's a win one situation, to be honest.
0: Hmm.
1: Yes. I um, Just want to go back to like really football, really. So obviously, you. Well, when you were younger, did you sit in the disabled section at Park Park?
2: So the, the the actual disabled section at Park Park is down near the south stand where the away fans sit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because my dad was a coach, and we were in the players' lounge for a long time. I sat up towards the David Cooper stand, as I a in mean, oh, yeah. there as well. It just uh-huh. means something, but they don't use that anymore because the TV cameras tend to go yeah. there, and there And there was a point when I got moved, um, mm-hmm. which was quite gutting because I did like it up near the David Cooper because the players would come and warm up. We'd get a real laugh and a joke with the subs while they were warming up and stuff. And, uh-huh it was just really a better view from there, you know what I mean, hmm. than, than, than what it is, and it's outstanding. That's, and I'm not saying that the view we gets terrible, of being to the ground where it's worse, but I think for me, the, the one down at the Cooper End is a wee bit more elevated on a kind of a platform, so you hmm. kind of a higher up. Yeah. For me, I think disabled fans much prefer being at ground where their view is elevated, and a lot mm-hmm. of the pits I think of clubs like Johnston and Dundee, There, they're, they're, they're very good views so it's about me doing this channel just to show what it's like and mm-hmm. I'm going to be scoring each ground out of 10 for view, for access to parking, access to toilets, access to kiosks you, you know things that are important and like how involved you feel with the crowd because sometimes you go to games where there's a great atmosphere but you're away in a corner out of the way
0: yeah
2: kind of like you're hearing it from a distance rather than than involving Mm. it, you know what I mean? So it's just about me scoring these at a 10 and and giving the club's feedback more than anything else.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, I know I was on the radio on Saturday and and Celtic have already contacted me today. to see To see things that they can improve, so I'm going to be in touch with them and contact with them. But it's not just Celtic I want to help, I want to be able to help clubs around the world and around Europe eventually because I think this is something that needs addressed particularly with the of amount course. of of new stadiums being built. I think it's yeah. something that clubs should be taking into account when they're building a stadium is are they giving disabled supporters the best view possible?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, just you were saying about the atmosphere really so the disabled section is like across the pitch from a uh, like the blocky and stuff isn't it? Yeah, yeah, with uh, the boys sit. Yeah, what's that atmosphere like? Drink it could be
2: improved, really. I, I, I love what the Boys do, but I go to a park, and they're the only ones trying. To, no, they the only ones to create a wee bit of atmosphere.
0: Yeah, completely agree
2: so, um, with you. I, 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 I would love for us to be able to get that around the stadium because you can think of the difference that that would make for the team. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing it with the situation that we find ourselves in just now with this virus. Um, some of the games, you realise that some of the games are really flat, mm. obviously because there's no crowd there. But even you look at the performances on the pitch, I think what this is showing is how much of an oomph the, the fans can give players, how important that 12 man is. And
0: exactly.
2: um, so, uh, so I think hopefully when we get back to stadiums, hopefully it will be sooner rather than later. Um yeah. There'll be I'm um, I do not want to say that clubs will be a bit more grateful for for the fans, but I think they are. But I think that relationship will improve between clubs and supporters.
1: Yeah. Well you've just touched on it there. Should we can probably go on, go on to that now. Just when do you think fans will go back in and then as obviously a disabled supporter drink, be anxious to go on or drink they'll make it easier and stuff for you?
2: I, I, I'm really eager to get back, but I can understand why people will be anxious, particularly if we don't get a vaccine. I'm mm-hmm. um, sorry because there is a lot of disabled people that are vulnerable and I'm fortunate enough to be one of the ones that isn't. Yeah. Um, but in terms of when we'll be back, um, Professor Jason Leach, he was on off the ballroom yeah, and, that. That and he came out and said that he doesn't expect that to be a full house by June next year for the first game of Euro 2021. Now, when he said that, you, yeah. you wouldn't have been able to see it, but I've kind of a sat with my hands on my head because for me and for a lot of disabled supporters, football is the, 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 the escape, the release, that's what they look forward to. Mm-hmm. It's going to the game, so it was, it was bad news, but I, I don't think he could have come out and said, Yes, we can get fans back in next year, because what happens if they can't? So he's got to come out and say no, yeah. doesn't he? He has to oh. say no, just in the off chance that we don't have. But I, I'm hopeful that, that we will have, by early next year, fans back in stadiums, whether it's full mm. or whether it's just some. But hopefully we can start getting to games. game
1: Yeah, just quickly on that. It would be really unfortunate if you're in the Euros next year not full fans can be in, obviously. Hamden will be at a couple of games, Scotland could be there and could potentially play England as well, so that would be a massive disappointment, but you yeah, obviously <laughs> self comes first really.
2: Yeah, but it, it would just be it would just be what would happen to Scotland, wouldn't it? We've waited mm. 22 years to get to a major final, and it would be such a gonna... Scotland
1: thing to do, wouldn't it? Yeah,
2: we're not going <laughs> to. We're not going to be able to go and see them. Exactly. And then you know how much Scottish fans love a drink, and then a the first World Cup could be in Qatar with, with alcohol restrictions. Exactly. A real really <laughs> that's. I don't
1: know how they're going to do that, but I'll guess uh, I guess I'll get think, that. I
2: think they're going to have designated zones for supporters to drink in. All
1: right, okay.
2: And, and I don't know if maybe at part of your hotel you may be able to drink in it. If you, you'll <clears> have a pass saying that you're a tourist or something, but you still don't have a way of getting about it. And yeah. We
1: need to get there for don't we? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, just back to like disability and stadiums and stuff. What's it like at Far Park and then also compared to other stadiums that you've been to?
2: We've, um, we've done a lot of work on our disabled section. We've got um, new toilets, a new block of toilets. So the toilets are really clean. We've fully slabbed the um, disabled shelter that we have for home and away fans. So it's covered, that means that they're covered by the rain. We uh, provide blankets to fans up to cold, and um, at halftime stuff we'll have volunteers that bring food to disabled supporters. Oh, okay, carers so okay, don't need to go away from them. So mm-hmm. what we do is we take a list of what people want before the game, and mm-hmm. they pay before the game, and then the food is brought to them at halftime. So it's quite well done. I think mm-hmm. we're trying to we're trying to lead the way in. But I know there's other clubs that do particularly the half time others, but apparently with the main show clubs like this is this is like a, a template that you can follow. Do you know what I mean to, to help make the experience better for disabled supporters
0: yeah, just,
1: just got a question question that quickly. So who would you say maybe not highly bias like who's getting like the best services junk for disabled like services in Scotland? Maybe also the worst as well if you want to have a wee
2: <laughs> Not that I don't want to call anybody out, but I certainly yeah, like, will mention some views at stadiums that I think could definitely be improved. Um, uh-huh. but um, I think St Johnston are really good. St Johnston they do the have same orders, some of the shows that in the space yeah. an elevated views, so that experience plus you're in with the away fans, hmm. so the the fans are behind you and in front of you because they use that stand at the side of the goal. Yeah. So in the middle, um, so that's a really good experience, as I Dundee Dundee's good because that's the same, but yeah. uh, Coman is like looking through a post box, um, oh, Ross right. okay. County, Ross County, you can you can't see the ball if it's on the other side of the pitch, um, Celtic have spoken to needs to improve, so there's lots that needs to be done. Like many clubs mm-hmm. I don't want to give away too much otherwise there will be more. No, point in me
0: doing
2: any videos, you know what I mean? Aye, of course, of course. Yeah. But no, but no, I there's loads of these games. And that's why I'm keen to get to Europe and oh. see what it's like over there in England because but for me to get there obviously I'm gonna need people to subscribe and people to to embrace the channel, which to course, be honest which to be honest they have done. And mm-hmm. have, I mean, I've got 230
0: odds really
1: impressive, mate,
2: within, uh-huh. within three weeks and, and 500 followers on Instagram, nearly, So it's going yeah. well, but as I say, this is just the start. I want to, bigger. I want to go bigger, I want to go wider. Do you know what I mean?
1: Uh-huh. I just quickly, have you ever been to any like football matches in England or abroad? Just using well, our disability services
2: because obviously I get friendly with James, I was fortunate enough to get friendly with James. Aye. With been down to Everton mm-hmm. quite a few times. And, and and what Everton do, they put the disabled supporters in with their wave funds. So that <laughs> so that, that that was crazy. That's Just,
1: interesting.
2: It made for a great atmosphere because there's no know a around out there, they've obviously had a wee link it's in a way they them. So that yeah. was great. And um, the view certainly could have been better there and um, because you you're at Iowa with the pitch again and there's real sitting in front of you, So even at these clubs and Premier League clubs, there's still some stuff that can be done. But Newcastle, yeah. Newcastle and my English team. They're really good, really, really good view. Newcastle, no matter where you sit, whether you're at the Gallagher or the Weezy's stands above the goals. Do you know what I mean? So you're mm. looking down It's um, a fantastic view at Newcastle, and I think there's a lot to be learned from what clubs like Newcastle do.
0: But mm. even
2: then, they don't have volunteers coming around and taking food orders and stuff. So. Everywhere there's these things that we can add, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
2: And then just
1: uh, finishing like disability in stadiums and stuff. What do you think needs to be done?
2: Yeah, a lot. I mean, I would just say, I'm going to say Hamden, for example, right?
0: Yeah.
2: No, there was a game at Hamden, I mentioned this one off the ball. Uh, we yeah. played Germany, and Germany beat us 3-2. And the boards were actually that high that we couldn't see. Put
0: oh, the ball okay. was
2: because they put the advertising boards on our side, so mm-hmm. we couldn't see the ball, we were just looking at legs essentially, which I said is quite ironic. I said, sorry, but, <laughs> uh, but, uh-huh. um, and then uh, a, the, I said I complained one time at Georgia in the Georgia game because mm-hmm. uh, there was literally a, a row of stewards and photographers and stuff in front of me, and I couldn't
0: see um,
2: so they put mm-hmm. me up the corner of the standing. That was like looking through a post box as well. So yeah. They need to find an area. And I know, I don't know if we could maybe take out a couple of rows of seats and put a disabled platform in the middle of a stand. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not saying that we deserve preferential treatment to be in the middle of a stand, but mm-hmm. they could even put us in a corner of a stand I know I know that there's problems really getting us up there, but surely it doesn't cost much to install a lift, particularly on no. the national stadium. You know what I mean? Of course. Um, obviously, I know the smaller clubs won't be able to do this because of finances, particularly, I'll just know. But lots that can be done. We just, I can For me, anyway, I kind of I feel we like with an afterthought um, <clears throat> with some clubs and stadiums. But I've learned that because it's able-bodied people who are running the football clubs, and they've not experienced what it's like from a disabled supporter's perspective then we need to be the ones that drive the change because if we don't do it, we're the ones that experience it at the end of the day so we need to be the ones to speak up.
1: Yeah. So I just want to move now onto your channel so it's called A Different View isn't it? We'll obviously leave the links and stuff down below but um, yeah just why did you decide to make a channel really?
2: Well obviously during lockdown and stuff right. I used Hmm. to work in radio and
0: uh-huh.
2: I, I asked and asked for a sports show, and I never got it. So I was kind of was like, this isn't for me anymore because I felt like I wasn't really learning anything. Yeah. yeah because they'd stopped giving me feedback and stuff. So I kind of withdrew from that. And for the period of time, I was in a wee bit of a lull when I was going out drinking, doing stuff that I don't understand, like being out partying for me for a yeah. week. I realised then, um, particularly during lockdown, that that wasn't doing anything for my mental health. And then I got in contact with a mate that I went to school with, Matt McCallum. He is um, he was my personal trainer. You can get him on Instagram at um, Matt work right. so, um, for him. Basically what that did getting fitted taught me a mindset of how important it is to work hard. And mm-hmm. I'm not one of these people that just want to get a job for getting a job sick, do you know what I mean? I, I want mm-hmm. to do something that I enjoy, that I, that yeah. I can invest my time into. And the one that I kept coming back to was, was football. And then um, I was thinking, how can I incorporate this channel to make it different, but still be good for people to watch? And I think the, the disability route and improving disabled people's facilities is a great place to start um, because not a lot of people understand what that's like, so it's fresh, it's new. And yeah, well, I've had a lot of time in my hands in lockdown, so I thought, why not yeah. start it? Of
1: course. What's the aims for your channel? to
2: take it as far as possible. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to, stick to anybody and say yeah. I don't want this to be my living. Um I want to make a living out of going to football matches and but at the same time it's not just about personal gain. I'm trying to give back to people by by making um by making their experience better. For example the disabled supporters so I'm wanting to give back to the people who are watching my channel. Um and um I would love to uh as I say, travel the world and see the facilities are like all around the world and, and take the best bits and then in here to Scotland, really. Yeah. Well, um, I'm
0: just... But, I,
2: and, I, and, I, and I'm in, and I'm in uh, contact with Celtic. They've put me into, onto uh, an organisation called CAFE, which are responsible for facilities all around Europe. So I'm going to be in oh, okay. contact with them and hopefully we can yeah. work together and, and make this better. I, I don't imagine it taking too long. <clears throat>
1: Just lost. um were you influenced at all by do you know like the likes of Fogden, and and even our own or Gogsy as well?
2: I guess can I, can I just say Gogsy's helped me a lot. Uh-huh. He's got me on these live streams and stuff yeah. and, and, and any any advice I've needed, he's um he's been to help me out and students mm-hmm. have gained on their live streams is good because I've got I've gained like, a few friends that have obviously on YouTube now, so I've got yeah. them that I can go to, so Gogsy's done, I just need to shout out Gogsy, because it's an absolute turn there, um, um, as well, I think, obviously with my idea and ranking, with the way that I'm, I'm doing the view and stuff like that, have you ever watched um, Smith, he's on the Road Channel?
1: Uh, I think, yeah, I think I've heard of him watch a couple of his videos, so, yeah.
2: So, so it's kind of like that, where he'll go and he'll rank atmosphere, he'll rank facilities, yeah. he'll rank the price and stuff, whereas I want to kind of do it for disabled supporters and make it a people's goal. so it's that kind of an idea, but in a different way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, would be, I, I would be lying to you here if I sat and said that it was a totally fresh idea that I came up with myself, but i definitely drew influence by other people. Yeah. Um, and I love watching people like the Days and something mm-hmm. as well, I, I just think um, they're really good at what they do um, and I'm trying to be as good as them and that's subjective. that's going to be up to the people who watch the videos to decide that but mm-hmm. again I've got my logo out which um, Rundo Design done for me which I'm really yeah. happy with but I've got other logos getting made for me as well and the reason that I've done that wasn't because I wasn't happy with the logo that I have, I just want to give the people that are watching the videos and input on the channel, so I'm going to put the two logos up, and um, a couple of logos up, and see which one they would prefer, so they're getting yeah. their input as well. Mm-hmm. Just uh, ...interaction is really, really, inter- really important.
1: Yeah, just on, like, on re- interaction stuff, yeah, the reception for you has really been classed, obviously with gogs and Off The Ball and stuff, just yeah. How
2: have you react to your channel growing so fast, really? It's, it's something that I've been shocked by, but I'm trying not to get too overwhelmed by it. I think it's important for what's important for me is that I just keep going and capitalize on this momentum that I have just now and get what well, I'm getting. I'm trying to get my room sorted. I've got my I'm sitting at my desk here. I've got my desk, but I still need to get things like lighting, lighting. I'm getting a new camera. I'm getting yeah the the double yeah. monitor set up so I've got hopefully that will be sorted by Christmas time but um, the viewers because because I'm not really happy that I'm sitting doing outros on a bed do you know what I mean it's like it's okay yeah. me sitting giving my opinion but I want them to look better so it's just yeah. that. the the response has been incredible and I'm just hoping that it keeps going and um, and I'm sure that if I put the time and effort in it hopefully people enjoy it and it will
1: hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, just, uh, is there any really future plans to your videos and others talk about a podcast as well? Just say, yeah.
2: Yeah, well, I'm going to be having Kevin Twaddle coming on. He's going to be my first guest. I don't know when I'm going to be able to get that out. Mm -hmm. Now, um, Kevin has a book out called uh, My Life on the Line. Uh, He worked uh, basically a Million Poundersworth due to gambling. So he's mm-hmm. got a great story and obviously he was a football player as well and I think it's important for me to start with that because mental health right now is prevalent in addiction and stuff. It's yeah. something that's in the forefront of everybody's mind. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think it's a great place to start and I would encourage anybody who's got any issues with gambling, go and read that book because it'll, it'll make you think twice and, and I'm not saying it's easy. Like... It's probably the worst addiction that there is because if you see somebody who is addicted to say drugs or alcohol, you can you be able to tell that they're addicted. See you a gambling addict. You don't know. You can't look at somebody yeah. and go they're a the gambler. There's no visual sign. you know what I mean? So definitely go and read that book because it, it will definitely change your mindset. And yeah. it made me think, have a good think as well. Mm. Um, I'm going to get him on, and, and I love going to derby matches.
0: Right.
2: I love watching derby matches. So I, once well, I've done enough with the, with the uh, the disability side, and I've seen the difference, that's something that I would mm. like to explore. And maybe going to derbies all around the world and ranking yeah. them. So I think that would be something that I them like to do. But um, no, my main focus is is on the disability side of things yeah. at the moment, and I think that will take me a good three years of doing that, and then when we get around to it, I'm sure we'll do something else. Well, um I love in terms of Podcasts, I love watching the open open goal guys. I think they're fantastic. They're
1: great, huh? they're,
2: they're fantastic see the chemistry that they've got and I love the under the cost boys as well. Mm. Hey, John Parkins, this round and the reball so I don't know the Reball guy's name, so I'm just calling him the Reball guy but no, the, the, the chemistry they've got and it's just it's nice to watch people like to see people having it all up and enjoying My themselves. That's what I try to do, but it's a bit hard for me to be. I don't want to be too funny, I don't want to like right. force it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course, because I want to be taken seriously as well. And, and I do enjoy analyzing games and watching games hmm. of football. But I think if we can throw a wee, a wee bit of a mix in there, that's yeah, really of course. Hmm.
1: Just uh, another one here, I am. You know what you were saying about like your sort of dream derbies and stuff? What well, is like one match that you need to go to? It can be anywhere Boca in the world. Jun-
2: Boca Juniors where have ever played. Oh, 100% yeah.
1: Boca Juniors, i watched the Copa
2: 90
1: thing
2: on that. and it was mm-hmm. Wow, what an atmosphere. Is that not just a game that you would love to go to?
1: It's crazy. We think the old form here is mental, but... And yeah. it is, but over there it's just The different The level.
2: old form's the up there. I'm no the one who's setting That's the old form. You... Yeah it is. Oh. Rivalry, I'd love to get to Galatasaray, really intimidating places, you know? <laughs> St. Paul and stuff. I think that's, yeah, I think
1: that's what, what football fans dream of.
2: Yeah. And that's, no, that's what I want to do, I want to have my dream, do you know what I mean? I want to go around the world watching in
0: football. Yeah. Uh,
1: just another one I've got here is, if they want me to ask you, yes, really. So uh, that, that William Grimshaw tweet. Also, it would have been the first time many people have heard of you. <laughs> this, but, uh, honestly, this keeps
2: going up. Aye. Uh, no, no, um, but, so, uh, sorry I've got you finish the question uh, there. You no, know, yeah, i just say, ahead.
1: that's the first time I'm guessing some folk will have heard of you. Obviously, obviously, you're in the the well aye. chat as well. So, I'm also just aye. writing saying to go last year, did Declan Calibre not buy a drink or
2: something? Um, well, I basically, yeah, I met him on a night. Uh, by the way, it was aye. pre-season, so... I know a lot of players. Thing. It was all right. It was fine. Mm-hmm. It was pre-season. I'm assuming what like a lot of the players, got the week before the season starts, I think they're going to wee night out just before yeah. um, just before the season starts. Before the end of the swing of things, and I be blowing with the deck. Like, I, I know deck as well because obviously when deck was at Celtic as a young boy, so mm-hmm. and he just did it. he knows my dad and stuff. So no, but no, ah, got now, I he my bank drink. as for i lean Grimshaw thing. It, you know yourself when you're watching a game, you're feeling terrible. It, it's like the one thing you on social media. I, well, at least for me, that's how I get mad, at least, do you know what I mean? I, I put my thoughts out there. Um and Grammy I mean, just had one of the games where yeah. where nothing was happening for him. Um but I'm by no means questioning his ability as a football player. Um, it was just me trying to make myself feel better to make other people laugh at when they were watching, do you know what I mean? It's just like, can't be said, I'm a bit on the situation, but see, at that point the channel was even up running. The channel was yeah. very much just a thought in my mainstream. Hmm. Um, but, um, I think you said not, um,
1: off the ball but, it was... Uh, uh, first
2: it's basically stay. just like, it's just like following it, and like, having an argument with your family.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah.
2: You, you don't want, you don't want to go in the park and do, do badly. Hmm. You don't want to see your family doing badly, but you have disagreements and you have disputes. I think William yeah. Grimshaw has been a great servant for the club. And, and, I'm, and I'm glad he's still there. It's just that on that particular night, and I think he was the first
0: to...
2: He didn't have the best against, but I, <laughs> I was the first to come out and commend him when, he played against, when we played Aberdeen. When we yeah. beat the MCNL, I thought he was one of the best players on the park. So got to take the good with the bad and I think football players need to understand and I think it would help them that on social media when fans criticise them. Mm-hmm. It, there's, there's a bit, I know there, there can be some people that go too far but very very oh. often there's no, there's no malice behind it, it's just fans have paid the money, they're just oh. expressing their opinions and what they thought of the game, do you know what I mean? Mm. Just say do you think William Grimshaw ever saw you? Fish probably, he pro- he probably, and I'm him, do you know that. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but I'm, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure they'll have a laugh about it. Laugh and I you know, as I say, I, just, I won't be able to play 10 out of 10 every week. Yeah. But uh, if they could play 10 out of 10 every week, then they wouldn't be in a world with them. So I think there needs to be, be a, a certain realism amongst fans not to put too much pressure on. Paul.
1: Oh, and then, yeah, just after the tweet as well, I think it was your first video, their sponsor that was class as well. And just 7, you were showing that you can.
2: views on the first video.
1: Oh my god, bye.
2: Like, and I have to shout out Tam there. I was, was going to get onto that there, yeah. Because if Tam never said that, I don't think as many people would have seen it. So I mm. definitely owe Tam a bit of credit for that. And... And for them to get me on off the ball and stuff, and just everything
0: that's happened, it's all happened in the space of three weeks. <laughs> I know. That
2: has been like, I've, I've not really had time to sit down and think. <laughs> well, Because um, I'm, I'm busy
1: I, doing stuff all the time. That's great to see. But, um, hi, Tam Cowan, he's obviously one of your biggest fans, really. Yeah. But he'd shared his tweet and stuff on Instagram and stuff. Did you know him previously, or was that just...
2: Tam okay. um, helps work, he's an ambassador for the DSA. Oh, yes. So, right. so he works along with us, and any nights that we have, Tam sometimes comes along and he hosts them and stuff. So I have got to know him. Mm. Um, but I'll, honestly, I think getting me on that show, uh, he mentioned it obviously, and I think a lot of thanks to the people who commented, get him on the show. Aye. All the people that commented saying get me on the show and I'm really glad that people enjoyed it and they found it funny or articulate or whatever because <laughs> Yeah I think that, well, but everything that's happening in everybody's life just now uh, it's good to be able to my own mm-hmm. people's face do you know what I mean?
1: Just, uh, going off the ball what was like what was it like really as a day out and just were you made feel welcome and stuff?
2: Oh they, they were absolutely brilliant for the moment I went into the moment I I, I was I was welcomed by she told me her name, but I was that wrapped up getting into the show that I never really <laughs> took it in, do you know what I mean?
0: So yeah, um, but
2: no, but no, she was really helpful. She showed us to where they wanted to see sit and then the producer came out, spoke through the show when they were gonna get me on and then yeah. obviously five minutes before you go, you go on, you're absolutely can't get you know what I mean, but yeah. The the minute I started talking, I just felt felt at ease, and and, and it, they were, the the way that they two bounce off each other. See see that? Do you see the way that they uh-huh. after twenty five years of experience, the way that they are together and the visual cues that they give? It's just
0: yeah.
2: I thought that they would have went in say five ten minutes before the show just to sit down and, and talk about what they're going through. But they walked Walked in about two minutes. I thought that we're going to go in and just Jeez. started talking. Um. But I've got the video up on the channel just now, yeah. so if people search for a different View football, I know that this will be, Even if people want to go and catch it, it will be up then on the channel and at yeah. that time, I'll have my, my match recap for the Motherwell game, I'll have yeah. my e at podcast and I'm going to do one on the old forum game as well. I'm going, and yeah, I'm, I'm not, not just doing it because it's Celtic and Rangers. I want to try and cover what the Edinburgh Darby and stuff mm-hmm. as well. Because although I'm a Marvel fan, I'm a football fan as well. I enjoy yeah. watching games of football, and if there's an audience out there to my video, then I'll give them it. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give them my opinion on the game. You know what I mean?
0: But uh, yeah, yeah.
2: The, the studios are massive, absolutely massive, and um, mm. they, were, they were all very, very welcoming. So, and there's been calls to get me back on the show. I yeah, I was just going to say, um, I, I, I would, I would go on again in a heartbeat.
0: Oh,
1: play I. Uh, I did watch your video just before you came on, and then um, yeah, it was all the comments and stuff as well. You spoke really well, I listened to it as well. You, you could definitely see that you had an experience in radio and stuff. So aye, here's I hear fingers crossed that you get back on that's again because been, you were great. That's
2: been, that's been pivotal. See, if I never had that three, or three and a half odd years' experience
0: mm-hmm.
2: in, in radio, then I would have been a lot more nervous and I wouldn't be as comfortable as I am in front of the camera. And I'm still a wee bit nervous in front of the camera because I'm used to being behind a mm-hmm. mic where nobody can see me. But um, I think we'll get there. I mean, I think for the, I'm not trying to be, I'm trying to keep modest. But I think from the start to the channel, I think I've, I've done okay.
0: It's been great. Oh. <laughs> I've done okay, do you know what I mean? But Aye.
1: But it
2: um, went a lot worse.
1: Yeah, just a couple of highlights on that really. So obviously you are talking to Jason Weitz and stuff in Your video got a wee bit puzzled, you'd
2: sort of done them really. I, I um, no, listen. It's just I, I, me and my mate were talking about this. I think I don't know if he maybe forgot that he was speaking to someone who said, Well, here when he said, Fans who can walk.
0: Exactly.
2: He, he quickly backtracked. So, I would I love to have been a fly on the wall when you put that phone uh-huh. down? Cause I think. Um, he realised he made a bit of a boo boo but no he can't he can't come out and say as I said that fans can get back into stadiums hmm. by this date because they don't know the answer to that just yeah. yet Yeah he did know deal with it really well But uh, I, I know it wasn't what anybody wanted to hear but I'm pretty confident that we'll be back in by next March
1: Yeah I and mean, another highlight here, I've got um, Basically I put actually.
2: up the video for World Cerebral Palsy Day mm-hmm. um, and contact me saying He'd watched the video, he was quite happy with the muscle tone in my arm, mm-hmm. um, and he thinks that he can do something. Now, he's got family over here, so I'm going to be meeting him face-to-face over the new year, and I'm hoping to get another, a documentary on cerebral palsy for World Cerebral Palsy Day oh. next year. So so that's in the pipeline. Um, yeah. So obviously, I'm going, be, I'm going to start planning that maybe about December time, and then we'll start filming it and stuff, just after the new year.
0: Yeah.
2: See, I could probably put it out earlier than October because it will probably be done. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's an important date and it's a good date for Gosh. it to go out. But it, definitely, if the appeal to the appeal, watch it is there before World Terrible Palsy Day, yeah. then I might throw it out earlier and then just repost it on World Terrible Palsy Day.
1: Yeah. But um, I mean, let's know how that goes, really, because we? we're all interested. But um, yeah, i just got another couple of stories here. Obviously so Fadi, You're saying he's, he was one of your favourite players. So yeah, a short yeah. incident. I found a photo. I can probably get it up on Instagram. Um, aye.
0: Aye.
2: um basically it was we just beat Lithuania. I think it was one 0 Darren Fletcher scope. and mm-hmm. um, and that was to put us into a playoff against Holland at the time, the one that we ended up getting done. But, um, no Paddy tried to come over and give me the top and the steward stopped him from giving it. Mm-hmm. So he kind of I chucked it.
0: And the guy behind it, the guy behind
2: me actually caught it, but he knew it was for me, so he kind of just went, Thankfully, the guy who caught it was generous enough to oh. And then I got contacted by the News of the World at the time, I think it was Kenny McDonald who was working there. Yep. Uh, and they invited me down to Liverpool. So we went down and um, and the Kings are of Everton,
0: that was obviously the time they had
2: Wayne Rinnie and mm. Nigel Martin and Thomas Gravison, who who a lot of people know about now thanks to goal and his <laughs> antics, but right now And um, so I got to meet all them. She spent the day down there watching the train and then uh, Paddy presented me with a shot and the news in the world came and took photographs and stuff. Mm. And it was in the paper, and then it was weird at that time because I'm only eight years old, <laughs> I've, got, I've got radio stations coming and in, interviewing me and stuff. So it was pretty daunting as an eight, eight year old child. And I remember like, I got asked who I would want in, in the playoff or something, and I said England at the time. But England weren't even in the playoffs. <laughs> really so no, it, was, it was a crazy day, and a crazy weekend actually, but the game was boring, the game finished, no yeah. Actually, three guys lot of goals, and I believe one of them was scored by Faddy. So, everyone could have won the game 3 oh. 0. Right? But, um, why do you know
1: Faddy and stuff personally, really?
2: Well, obviously, because my dad was a coach down there. I when mean, Faddy scored his first goal for Motherwell, he came and celebrated it with me. So, hmm. since kind of started for there. I mean, I remember I needed money to get a bike, and Faddy went bought me a tricycle, sorry, and he bought me this bicycle. <laughs> and he came my family school weight and all that. So that was, um, that was mad. Uh, just in the friendship, just kind of Obviously now we're older, we don't, we don't it's not like we're in contact like every day, but if I see him, he's still from some speak to me and stuff. Um, but I just, um, like, imagine being able to grow up and being a hero, essentially. Oh,
1: this year you're a know, hero as a
2: oh, all time player. In football terms. I mean, you were keeping David Tumble, and David Tumble was the closest to Billy Evans to Faddy that's seen. I, I mean, they're different yeah. players. Faddy was the kind of player that would take people on, but I think technically David Tumble was the sensation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that boy could be world class, and it wouldn't surprise me if he went on, on the Champions League one day. Then, yeah. I'm completely the same, to be honest. Do yeah. you remember his goal against Dundee? Where they hit it off the bar with his strong foot, he's and then it comes back to his weak remember. foot, and back to his supposed weak foot, and he hit it even harder under the, oh. the neck. The boy's just. He's deceptively quick the way that he gets away from people. What he doesn't yeah. look the fastest, but he's just he's just a couple of yards quicker in the mind, you know what I mean? And I think,
1: yeah. I think he's brilliant. Um, yeah, obviously, I, I love Faddy to bits as well. He obviously had a great career, but I don't, I see David Turnbull having. Like you said, could potentially win the Champions League one day. But you don't get compared to Michael Balak for for doing nothing, really. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: He's he'll definitely go to the highest level. And I think Celtic fans can be really, really excited about the play Mm -hmm. that they've got. I mean, I know he didn't have the best of games against St. Johnston.
0: but
2: you see what he did when he came on that game against Tabse. He ran the show. That that,
0: that, assist what he's
2: gonna do. And Mm -hmm. that assistance the way it passed. Mm -hmm. I get laughed at this from my maze, but it's almost the best. Honestly, I honestly, it was probably
1: for me. No, like really, that is
2: it. a, it's just the way into it? it's the way I pass. You
0: mm-hmm. see
2: all the Scottish players get that, that way I pass, and that isn't a one-off. That's yeah. still going to be a one in ten passes for David Dunbar. The time he gets in that position, he'll be able to do it. I mean, you've seen the ball that he put through for us in the first game of season, for Chris long. That's I know. Us, one he, he was playing like left wing as well, wasn't he? Even in yeah. his- Natural he was crazy, but anyway, that's a but, totally aye. different story. we love
1: Turnbull we're off, Turnbull and we're off Aye,
2: um, two, of the, two of the best.
1: I just, I'm not completely sure about this one, but did you not say you'd met the Invincibles?
2: Right, so I went to the Champions League final in 2002. Yeah. It was at Hamden. And that <laughs> night, in the same night I met Arsene Wenger, I met Sir Alex Ferguson. My god, and I met Jeddard. And then about two weeks later, a bit, mm-hmm. it must have been about two weeks later, I know. Well. Maybe, in fact, no, because it, it was a year in Invincible, so it must have been 2003, so maybe about a year later. I can bring a message saying, um, uh, something to the club message saying that they, they, they remember they met me at Hamden and they wanted me to come down and meet the team. Oh, the team wow. and train. So that was that was. I was incredible, so I was down at the Arthur training ground, I met O'Neill, I met Van Persen and Fabregas when they were kids, really uh, I had lunch with Patrick Vieira, Dennis, Dennis Bergkamp, so that, that full team I met the water. and I was sitting like about at the same table as Patrick Vieira just across the table from talking about one in the
1: World Cup in France 98, it's like oh my god, that's
2: actually crazy. And the players weren't allowed lemonade or any position at the time. Mm-hmm. They were only to drink water. That was a club rule. Yeah. And the chef shouted me over. We a bought a lemonade and said, give that to Patrick. <laughs> right? And it was just after they drew the Man United. Do you remember the battle with Keon and Van Nistelrooy and stuff? Oh. Uh, the big fight that they had on the pitch. Yeah. After Man United missed the penalty in the last minute. Um, it was just that it was mean, the day after that game. Oh my
0: uh, I was
2: God. down. so um, people often say that that was the turning point of this season. I don't think it was. I think it was me giving that bottle oh of lemonade to Patrick Vieira. That Vela. changed the season. <laughs> that changed oh the God. season.
1: The season
2: was it. I but no, I really I mean, Oh they, they were all brilliant. I mean I remember asking Tierney you, you know, on me because I was obviously young I mean, at the time, so my partner. My partner was terrible. <laughs> But asked on me what was French for "have and he just laughed you know, and just stuff like
1: that. Oh, I've I've, sorry, I've heard you say that before.
2: Aye, and he's got he's got um I've got a same t shirt for Terry on me and stuff. So.
1: Aye, well, aye.
2: And, uh, and I'm grateful enough to know that I'm not I'm smart enough, not naive enough, for to know that these um, these experiences that I've had, have been partly because of the situation that I've been in with the wheelchair. If I wasn't sitting at that disabled section, I would never have met Arthur Venger out of service and all dead you know yeah. what I mean? And that, that, that would never have happened. So, I'm, yeah. just, I'm grateful that I've had those experiences, definitely.
1: Uh, just quickly on the invincibles and stuff, it was quite a heavy French-based team. Did they all speak English and stuff, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, they, they, they could all um, speak English,
0: uh,
2: mm. which, is, um, which was obviously good for the night either. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, and uh,
1: did you say as well that it was the Champions League uh, final in 2002? Uh,
2: so it would have been the one where the Dan scored that goal. I was going
1: to say, did, did you see uh, that I goal?
2: I've seen that in the flesh, yeah.
1: Oh, my, probably the second best ever goal scored at Hamden. It
2: was behind, um, with... behind Faddy's against Holland. Oh why. Oh you against Rangers, is that what you were gonna say? Is that what you were gonna say now? Okay, we've got Steve behind
1: yeah.
2: then. Aye. Um, what was that goal like? And do you know that way I kind of I, I just sat my jaw into the floor with what I just seen I could not but see the technique involved. I mean look at the players that were playing that night, you'd had the likes of Gooty, you would have had Steve McMahon. <laughs> The Dan, Ronaldo, the original one, um, Raul, the Battle yeah. Carlos, you can see us, That Michael Ballack playing for Bayer Leverkusen, that that just the talent on that picture. I mean. Wow. He's um, an unreal player, but Zidane. Dan. Oh, the best. I think he's the best. Uh, no, you talking about Messi and Ronaldo, but I don't yeah. you, He's you definitely up see, there. You could see yourself seeing a player like Messi or Ronaldo again with the with style of fluid they have. I don't think we'll ever see somebody play football the way that Dan did. Right. He, he just glided over the pitch, and he got, again, he's, he was another player that wasn't quick, but he just got away from people mm. because he was smart. He, he knew what he was doing before the ball came in.
0: Yeah. Just, yeah incredible to say
2: that. What? Incredible to say that I've seen him in the play. Mm.
1: Just not as good as and Turnbull, yeah, but... I, Turnbull, aye. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: just, just got a couple...
1: Aye, uh, <laughs> just um, got a couple of questions here, if that's all right. Um, okay. Aye. Who is, doesn't need to be marvel? who's the best player you've ever watched in the flesh? I thought, well, I
2: thought, I can't even not say Zidane now, can I? Yeah. <laughs> <Just> I that, <thought, laughs> like, I, I, I can't even not say Zidane. Because, uh-huh. But I've seen Ronaldo as well. What well, one? C.R. 7. Awesome. Oh, yeah. really? Well so I that? went down I went down to
0: watch
2: it went on Man United oh, Okay. D2 um, it was. And Ronaldo mm. was just a young boy at the time. I think if it was prime renal prime Ronaldo, I would maybe I went for him. But when yeah. I seen Zidane, Zadan so was in his prime, and it's got to be Zidane. I c I can't see anybody else.
1: Yeah. Um who is your favourite mobile player at the moment and how will we do this season?
2: At the moment. I'm trying to think. I've probably got to give it to Alan Campbell, don't you?
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alan Campbell with Declan Gallagher, I would never go with. Um, But I'm going to go with Alan because just, I just love his work, mate. Mm. I just I just love the way he gets about the pitch. I mean, I, he'll say to himself, Alan wasn't, isn't the most technical player, but mm-hmm. what he does is he'll give you 125% of the things he
1: steps on the pitch. Yeah
2: he's another one that I can see going right to the top.
1: Um, it's all down to his hard work, real. I mean, obviously, he's a, a great player, but I generally think is, he's probably one of the hardest working players in Scotland, if not the best.
2: It is called, it is called the one at Shaq County for the reason. Exactly. Is the, and that, it just, he's just in that mode. And in mm-hmm. terms of how we do this season, um, am pretty disappointed with the start we've had. He probably wasn't nice, I think. I'm sure were doing that. And if you Mm. look at games that were dropped points that we could have have said that we would have expected to win. Mm. We dropped two against Livingston. We dropped three to Hamilton, two to Dundee United. No, three to Dundee United, three to Hamilton, three to Ross County. So Mm. there's 11 points. See if you tally the 11 points that we could have made up. I know this is all hindsight. We would, been, we would have been right in the mix for the European spots the won those mm-hmm. games. I mean we went to the hard places, we went to Aberdeen and we went Easter Road and came away with four points out of six.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think that's where well, the disappointment is, the fact that we've not beat those teams that we were expecting to beat. But I definitely see us picking up. Um, and it's a game that we must win in Saturday because the winner the only won in two games all season.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm sure the I mean, the last four or five they've lost. So in a week. So, it's a game that we've got to win to get ourselves up that the table, but I can see us turning a corner. Yeah. I, I don't know about you, but I'm really happy that we've got Devante Cole back because I, ashamed, think, yeah. I think um, a lot of what Chris Long did good came from Devante Cole playing up front with him. Mm. So, just hoping that we can get them. And I and like the work later Watt as well. So, I think we'll get a great side yeah. to definitely push ourselves up the table and there's no reason why we won't do it.
1: Yeah, just uh, do you think there's any chance of getting European football again? Obviously a bit disappointing with the Reno, but do you think we can get it again next year?
0: Your best chance your
2: best chance this season would be the cup. Now, I don't think I don't I think we've left it too late. And I think Aberdeen and Hibs are going to be too consistent Yeah, um, for
0: worked. us
2: to get to get anywhere near them. But certainly that fifth spot, I think we should be targeting that. And we should mm-hmm. be looking to, to build a bit of momentum for the cup competitions because Yeah. You'll know, we'll have a good cup run to look at a few years ago when we got to two finals. That yeah. that, that although we finished seventh that season, um that was that was one of our favorite seasons as a model supporter. Hmm. Just because of the, the, the semi finals against that Aberdeen and Ninja. Hmm. Two two games it will stay with me.
1: Yeah, just a. Uh, I'm not sure if you'll know the answer, this, but do you know if fifth place this season gets to? in your sort of Europa league? Uh I, League, that just the,
2: I think um, third place go, third place get it. Oh, Both okay. Fourth place get it, and I think fifth place. Yeah, I think it might. I think fifth place might get that Euro Conference spot if the mm-hmm. winners of the Scottish Cup haven't already. received the winners of the Scottish Cup have already qualified for Europe.
0: Mm-hmm. I
2: think we get that Conference spot, so maybe that's something that we can be look look well, to um. The target, but I would definitely rather get there by winning the Scottish Cup than finishing fifth and Oost.
1: I've seen. My um, um, other question, you're about have a bit of a hearted one, eh? Do you have a favourite meal deal?
2: I have a favourite meal deal. Uh-huh. Uh, I go, always go for the Chicken Bay. Nice. I would do a festival with an Iron brew, and then a bag of salt and running over the coat.
0: Nice. I respect that.
2: Goal.
1: That's what I got. Oh. That's yeah, uh, I'm not sure if we've already asked this one, but who influenced you to start your channel? Was that not that yeah. Mark guy?
2: Yeah, I mentioned Smith, he yeah. um, was on the road stuff, obviously. i seen what Dogs has been doing, mm. and I thought, yeah, that, that sounds like it's up my feet, to be honest. Yeah. Something. Cause he loves it. You can see how much he enjoys it. That person's videos, And, and I, I'm the same. So um, I hope. And people, people, uh, a lot of people have said to me, "Oh, you're trying to be the next Golgi, this or that." Right. I'm just trying to be myself. Of course, you know mm. what I mean. But go Golgi's good at what he does, and hopefully I can be good at it well. I do as well. I don't see competition, and I think we should all be all be trying to support each other and. And,
0: and wanting
2: each other to do
1: well. Yeah. Um. I have another one here. Probably should have let you know before. We normally ask this one to players and stuff. But uh, you and three other players or gaffers are going on the chase. So who are you choosing?
0: I'm so
2: just, on the chase. Aye. Oh. The same. I, I would maybe take. I would take Darren Fletcher. <laughs> right. 'Cause I think he's pretty smart guy. I've got to take Fardy because he's my hero. And then I'm just trying to think of a gaffer that I would take on. Um Go Walter Smith. Right.
0: Like
2: he seems
1: fairly smart to well.
2: Fairly intelligent, yeah. yeah. Plus he's got the experience.
1: <laughs> uh, how far do you think you would go? Uh,
2: would you just win? Well, I don't know, I'd definitely eliminate um, anybody from my team if they took the minus sofa <laughs> Of
1: just course, I um, That's a, that should be a
2: crime really. But, but no, I often watch that show and think I fancy my chances, so mm-hmm. I, I think we'd be the chase it. why not?
1: How has cerebral palsy really impacted in your mental health?
2: Um, I mean... Obviously, in terms of life, you always get people to judge you. So, in terms of even even stuff like the girls, it's not been easy and stuff like that. So you need mm-hmm. to try and look by people and look at the people that don't see your disability and they see you for you. And there's plenty of them out there. Trust me, I've had plenty of great night out, but <laughs> but no, but no, aye. And, and,
0: and
2: see, the majority of people I meet, the majority of people are fine. Mm. But there is, but there, I'll tell you, I'll give you an example, right? So there was a guy who offered. And um, wanted my bank details because he wanted to, get, to give money to my charity.
0: Mm.
2: That, and that's just, again, it goes back to lack of education. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, what I did was I gave him Ranger's bank details because they needed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going <kidding> to <laughs> <on>, I'm going <kidding. laughs> uh, But no way. Uh, I mean, there was this girl that came on and goes, she went to so, me, I kiss you, you were in a
0: wheelchair.
2: I was one step ahead there and I stood up at the wheelchair and said, I'm not in the wheelchair anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> but, but it's just about focusing on the people who, who see you for you. And as, as I said, there's plenty of them out there. Uh, and, mm. and now, I'm just, I, I always look to keep, I used to want to keep people happy. Now I'm just going to go and do my own thing and, and do what <laughs> I enjoy. And I'm sure the right people will stick by me.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, just... See with folk maybe like having a go at you and stuff. Is that how you really sort of battle it with that's why, I joke, you're that's, why I like,
2: that's why I joke about myself. Because if you did the piss at yourself, it's a lot harder for uh-huh. people to get to. Exactly. You, you know what I mean? Just go and have a laugh at it and, and and do what you love in the process. And so exactly. there will always be people there who want to be your mates. do not worry
1: about
2: the people that don't,
1: essentially. Yeah, I'm just... I've just got one more to finish on if you... That's the right view mm-hmm, i um, just um, right. just what's really next year you, so Stephen. Obviously you've got different view and stuff, but is anything out of YouTube that you're really focusing on, or is it just the YouTube?
2: I'm really just focused on the YouTube at the minute. I mean I'm kind like, of back to football. and um, I'm un- I'm fortunate enough that because of my disability and stuff, but I'm I'm okay. I'm okay financially, so it's all me a lot of time and effort into this, and you know, my family has been very supportive with it and stuff, so mm. that's been good. Um, I just I get, I, Obviously, I want to get a wee holiday and stuff. I think oh. everybody's down for the holiday, but <laughs> now I'm waiting until it's safe to do so. I'm going get a wee holiday, take to a few games abroad, save up some money, and take the channel a few games abroad, hopefully. All right, good stuff. Um, are you happy to end it there, right? I'm happy to end it there. I right?
1: just, I um, I some massive thanks for coming on, of for us there, but just uh, it's been great, and uh, you're welcome back on whenever. It's good luck with your funeral. I'm
2: willing to come on so. well, well,
1: long, anytime, mate. Exactly. Aye. So. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Thanks so much, mate. That was class. <laughs>